Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thursday, 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 Thursday. I like Thursday. That's not a song. It is. It is not. <laughs> Hello to our listeners uh, throughout Queensland. Welcome to the show for a Thursday night. Jeez, we're, we're looking sad, you and I, aren't we? In fact, I've looked, at the pro- I've looked at the program for the next couple of weeks. There's nothing on. There's nothing There's on. There's no sport. What do we do? Let's just come up with random topics. Like, No, I'm not I'm talking about at home with the oh, missile and I'm the kids. Oh, I'm talking about for the show. I need to come up with an excuse. Just watch more streaming. Well, we've got Champions Day and the horses on Saturday. Yep. So that I've got golf. I'm playing back at uh, Royal Helensvale on Saturday, playing yeah. golf. Then I'll come home and have a, a punt, and I'll do that responsibly. Yep. Uh, you win some, you lose more. Mm. Uh, and then Sunday, there's nothing. There's like, it's family time almost. It forced, it's like when Optus went down yesterday. It forced you to talk <laughs> to your family, didn't it? Well, I wanted to talk to them, but they just didn't want to talk to me. Let's get stuck straight in. There is no sport, but we'll find some. No, there's plenty Still around. Still plenty of horse racing. Yep. We've got the good, there? Yeah, there is. We've got the good oil for Cobram Estate. Premium Australian extra virgin Olive oil, Zardozzi uh, wins the Kennedy Oaks today. At fl- you got on that as well. I got on it. I haven't had it. I didn't even have a punt. Today. I had a tip from a very good friend of mine said, put these two horses in your top three. So I, I found this. Is this from Cam? Yeah, Cam Luke. And they, they got up. So gamble responsibly. Do you want to hear it? I, I didn't actually see it to see it because Daddy didn't put it on the studio for us. Okay, here it is. At the 450, two lengths, Harlow missed, and then came Everlasting Kess Sardozzi brought towards the middle of the course, and Basilina right up on the inside. As they reached the 300 metres, Amazonian last joined by Zardozzi. Ethel fled from a long way back, but Zardozzi kicks into gear. Three lengths in front from Ethel fled, then Basilina, but it's all Zardozzi. Zardozzi coming clear from He wins today, Jay Mack, but he doesn't win on on Gold Trip mm. in the Melbourne Cup. Well done, Jay. Uh, well done, Jay Mack. When I was just listening listening to that, I was just thinking of all these dollar signs. Mm. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, just remember what you could buying instead. Yeah, a couple of things we've got to get through for yeah. today. For the rest of it, uh, Meg Letting has announced a retirement. The Australian women's cricket captain. Would Would it be fair to say that Meg Lanning would be top three women's sports? Sports women we've ever had in our country, deservedly so, but probably doesn't have the profile. Probably She's, she doesn't. She it's probably different eras too, isn't it? Because we we yeah. talk about Kathy Freeman, we talk about Dawn Fraser, uh, we talk about uh, Margaret Court, just to name a few. Of course, there's uh, Heather Mackay, the yep. the squash player, but a completely different era era of. Okay, is she the is she top three greatest sports women in the full time sporting era? Of women. Well, there aren't many at this stage, no. are there? So, so yeah, definitely. She she'd, would be, she'd, she? she'd be sitting at the head of the table. Yeah, because you've got Emma McKeon and Kayla yeah. McEwen, I suppose. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, I, well, team captain? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Uh, over 170 games she captained Australia for. How many World Cups did she win? She won a few. Uh, three, was it? No, I can't remember. Seven. Seven World Cups. Wow. Yeah. So she's good. Uh, mm. Well done, Meg. Oh, I love her. I think she's great. I remember we interviewed Alyssa Healy once and she called the captain cranky. Yes. Yeah. That's why I've heard some people comparing her captaincy to as a cross between Alan Border, Alan Border. and Steve Waugh. 
Okay. Just quiet, just does a thing, you know. Mm. Well done. Well done to her. Um, and by the way, just uh, in rugby league news, uh, PVL has made it clear that he wants to compete with the AFL and that Perth remains very much in the frame for an NRL licence, which I would much rather see instead of PNG. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I still think the West of Brisbane should be the priority. I know for a fact in the NRL offices, they know that AFL is a huge threat in southeast Queensland. And I still think that's the place they've got to go. Um, Perth, Western Australia, I just I just leave it to the AFL. I just mm. leave it to them. It's the time slot, though, it, Exactly. I know that, but uh, I know AFL do it, but AFL isn't as confrontational sport as what rugby league is, the amount of contact in it. Um, I, I truly believe that we'll – We'll go through heavy numbers of players. I think they have to travel. Could you imagine a Friday night game when there is one uh, home game in Perth? You're looking at 6 p.m. with your possible New Zealand or early game on a Friday. Mm. Or scrap that all together because I don't know what the numbers are like on that. But then 8 p.m. you have a Eastern Seaboard game. And then at 10 o'clock you'll have your Perth game. That's that's, that's what seven o'clock over there. In the well, eight o'clock in the footy season. Yeah, that's a winner. Yeah, true. That's a winner. Imagine four hours of foot. Oh no, more than that. Six hours of football. It's also the twelve o'clock game. Yes, yeah. on, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, mm. and and it could be a two o'clock game, four o'clock our time for the match. Of the round. Yeah, mate. Look, there's so much there to like about it. And as we know, the broadcasters will tell us where it's going. Will tell us where it's going. Yeah, that's exactly. right. But nothing to do with the AFL. <laughs> Stephen O'Keefe was very impressed. Oh, that's the good oil, by the way. Coburn Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Sock, uh, the great man, uh, the future son-in-law of um, Johnny Cartwright. Johnny Cartwright. I forgot his name for Former a moment. Former Test bowler, T Twenty bowler. Johnny Cartwright played Test cricket. No, he was a good cricket player too, was Johnny Cartwright. But Steve O'Keefe was. Hey, just quickly, yep. one of our colleagues at SENZ, Ian Smith, his call of Brilliant. Glenn Maxwell's knock the other night, yeah, is just it's gone bunter around the world. It, it was is one a great of the, call. It is one of the great cricket calls of all time. Sock, well, you're going to hear it in a moment. Yep. Sock joins us next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. A six to bring up 200 and win the game. Everybody here's on their feet. Has anyone uh, done a health check on Ian Smith, our colleague from SENZ in New Zealand? Because swear to God, I thought he was going to have a heart attack. Uh, calling now, how good was that, boys? How good was that? Good call. Great oh. call. What a great moment to be there for as well. Oh, it would have been amazing. Of course, we weren't. Uh, you didn't even watch the cricket last night. I You're... thought we were going to win it that easy. I just thought, you know what, I need the sleep. And I went to bed finally at midnight. I've gone, I can't stay awake any I longer. I would have watched it. Stephen O'Keefe, did you watch it Watch it all last night? You know what, guys? Thanks for having me on. I was, um, I, I'm suffering a bit from jet lag. So I got back in from London on Saturday. And lo and behold, I woke up. The, the Afghanis were, were batting and, and cruising. You know, they were, they were one for 100 odd. I went to bed and I woke up with about 80 
to go um, just out of just out of jet lag and just watched one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen. I think Ian Smith, he's been in the box seat, hasn't he, for some great moments. Oh, yeah. He's like the barest of all margins, and now this one. Um, and he's right. It was it was the most remarkable innings. Uh, I don't think I've any, seen anything quite like a bloke injured. Um, you know, he hit 70% of the runs. And usually you're thinking one of those innings that he's just going to falter at the end. You know, they needed five off the last ball. He hits a six. He joins the 200 club. Belinda Clark's the only other Australian who's hit a 200 for Australia. Um, and he broke he broke all the records. Probably the greatest innings I've seen in, in ODI cricket. Wow. That's, that's mm. amazing for, for the amount of cricket you've watched and played in uh, a soccer. Now, when we look at Pat Cummins, now we have a bit of, we've had a bit of a joke about Pat Cummins, how he just, you know, he could bat, he batted for four days and he's a little bit watching, like watching <laughs> Justin Langerbat in his day. But uh, Dirk Wellham, yeah, Dirk, Dirk Wellham, the great Wellum. New South Welshman. Yeah, but he, he played oh, a pretty crucial Jeffrey role, Boycott, didn't he? Yeah. He played yes. a really crucial role. Yeah. Well, yeah, he comes in at seven for 91. Um, or the Aussies were seven for 91 and he faced 66 balls. I mean, you just can't, you can't script an, a, 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 a scorecard quite like it. You read through it and no one else in the Aussie team has gotten close to really getting a start. Um, and then at the end, you've got someone like Pat Cummins who is just like, all I need to do is survive. 11 off 66. It, ne- it would never, ever win you many matches except when you're involved in a partnership mm. um, of 170, 180 plus. Um, quite remarkable. And I think Paddy summed it up pretty well in his comments, didn't he? He just said he's a freak. And, and you know, it, it basically Glenn Maxwell chased down the score on his own, which I, I think is a fair statement. It, you know, when you've got to hand it to the big show, like he's played like this. How, how long do you reckon for uh, Socky? What, 10, 12 years? He hasn't gone off yeah. script, has he? He's just kept at it. And and event, I mean he's, yeah, won, he's won a few games off his own bat, but this one was just yeah he's he's stuck at it and he's copped a lot for it too, hasn't he? Well, I mean you only have to go back uh, a couple of games. I forget the opponent where he went out first ball and Sky won, um, where the Aussies got to a fly with Marsh and Warner both getting hundreds. They promoted him to three and he hit one straight up in the air and was out first ball. And you're like, oh here we go. This is the big show. Just you know batting with a little bit of ego and then. The next game he comes out, hits 100 off 40. And then a couple of innings later, he did the same. But you've got to remember, he was in the 2015 World Cup. So that's, what, eight or nine years ago. He's hit 150 off 60-odd balls in the Big Bash tournament. And you're quite right, Jase. It's it's just the way that he goes about his business. And, I mean, there was just no... This guy was injured as well. He, he was cramping. Uh, he's coming off an injury that he, he got in a golf cart. Um, fell off a golf cart. You can cart. see that That's... in his sink, can't you? Yes. 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 <laughs> fell off a golf cart. Unbelievable. Yeah, like the dog ate me homework, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But he, um, he was, it was remarkable. Uh, you know, he was cramping up the end and he could barely move. But the way he was getting his wrist through the ball, I, honestly, I don't reckon I've seen anything like Even for Glenn Maxwell's standards, mm. that was just unbelievable. Socky, you've played in those conditions. Ex- describe how oppressive those conditions would have been last night. Well, I mean, the stats paint a pretty ugly picture in regards to the toss. So winning the toss is huge, particularly at Wankedi where they played. Um, you know, the highest batting first total in this tournament has been well over 370 and the highest chasing total, the average chasing total is 280. So Afghanistan were pretty methodical about the way they went about their business. They got over the line with 291. Rashid Khan um, getting some quick fire 
runs at the end. But you could notice when the Australians started their when they were in their bowling spell in the middle of the heat, Pat Cummins was coming off after three overs. It was probably the hottest. I think Ian Smith said it, the hottest start to a one day that they basically had. Um, and then at, at night, it actually gets harder to bat. Not only is it hot and humid, um, but it's actually quite difficult to bat in those conditions. And the Aussies basically showed it, slumping to seven for 91. There's not too many people who would have thought um, that the Aussies, you know, would have got out of that hole. But, um, you know, for Afghanistan as well, you've got to, you know, you've got to think yeah. about this side in their first World Cup. Um, you know, they've had four wins. They've knocked off some big names. Um, and if it hadn't been for a bit of brilliant and a little bit of luck, he got dropped at backwards square by Majid, which was an absolute sitter. But, hey, let's not talk about that. Um, Afghanistan were, were very, very good. And, and I think have proven a lot of people right in regards to why they should be included in the top 10 nations. Now, we're waxing lyrically about about the innings of Maxwell, but when you peel all the layers back, Socky, is there a few concerns mm. still for Aussies? I mean, with, you know, oh. middle order batting, our... You know, our pace bowlers have been, have been quite expensive at times because the, the pitches are probably not conducive to their bowling. So have we still got a few concerns? Yeah, I, I'm with you, Sats. I think, I think when you break the bowling down, we're probably not striking as much as we would like in the, in the opening power play, so the first 10 overs. Um, is quite hard to do over there because it's so batter-friendly. When the ball's hard, it does come on nice. Um, and there is a little bit of worry, I think, in the middle order there. We can't expect Maxwell to, you know, keep bailing us out of trouble. You know, we missed Steve Smith, um, who uh, was out with Vertigo. Uh, we did have Mitch Marsh back um, into the squad. So, look, I don't want to say it band-aids some problems, but I know that that batting group, I mean, it's good. It, it just highlights what this group's all about, you know. They win from any position. This is the team that lost the first two games. You know, everyone was out to get them. We're like, did they pick the right squad? I, I was saying they didn't. I said, you know, they're playing poor cricket. And they've been able to turn around and win games from unwinnable positions. So, look, sign of a good side is, you know, when things aren't going well in the middle or not bowling well, like you said, that they still find a way to win. Um, and our performance against India in the first game, where we had them three for 20, almost four for 20, if we held on to a catch, probably stacks up pretty well against how other sides are playing against them, where they're mm. just, you know, cruising to victory. So... I'm, I'm I'm bullish, you know. It's only taken me five games, but I've flipped onto the other side now. I'm saying the Aussies are the one to beat. He's buying. <laughs> hey, off the cricket. Before yeah. we let you go, Socky, off the cricket. How's your future father-in-law? How did he? How did he uh, recover after the uh, the grand final loss with the Broncos as an assistant coach? <laughs> John Cartwright is yeah, his yeah, future well, father-in-law. Yeah. 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 So we were watching the game, and we started. We cracked. We cracked open the champagne when Ezra Man ran in his third third oh, wine. Lexi was jumping up and down. She actually she actually wet herself, so she won't be listening. Right. But she okay. she wet herself. She was that excited. Okay. Uh, I said, right, they can't lose from here. Lost the game, and I I didn't even know what to say. I just said, mate, re- sorry, great season. He just gave us the stereotypical thumbs up, you know, like a, a blind middle aged man would do. Just looks squinting at his phone. Just hits the nearest emoji and sends it. Um, <laughs> but I didn't feel too bad about it because Lexi got the same emoji. So I was like, oh, I must mean one of the family. Um, oh. Yeah, but I think he, I think he's a pretty pragmatic bloke. He just sort of said, oh, look, it just wasn't wasn't to be. Um, and I'm like, yeah. Jesus, like that. I, I don't know yeah. if I'd be taking it that well. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, lost the unlosable game, but uh, yeah, oh well. Like, look, you guys would know better than I do, but that Broncos score looks pretty good going forward, and Johnny's still there. He, he might also have a, a gig with the, the Blues if some rumours are confirmed. So, 
I think he's in a pretty good space. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate, we're going to let you go. You've got, uh, you got some training coming up. Only a month until the Big Bash kicks off. Are you getting pumped for that? Oh, I'm getting fat. I, um, I, I've, 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 Must be I've that seat you sit in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For three hours a day, four days a week. No, I, I jumped on the scales and without giving too many numbers away, it puts me in the heavyweight class. So I'd be up against the likes of Anthony Joshua if I was a boxer. So, um, yeah, I won't won't be doing any skin folds tests. I'll just be rolling out there uh, and rolling them out, uh, so to speak. You can't be as big as as Tyson Fury. There's no chance. (laughs) Sock, he's got the same back fat. Yeah. Socky. Yeah, anyway, look, we'll, I've got a month to put my head down. Good. We'll let you go, mate. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thanks, Stephen Socky. O'Keefe. Good on you, Jase. Good on your stats. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. How do you feel? How do you feel? I feel like a Yep, time for an AI World Cup update. Thanks to our great mates at Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. I just love the accents. It's very Aussie, isn't oh, it? Oh, isn't it what? Yeah. England, congratulations, England. Finally. We were rooting for you, what? so to speak. Yeah. Because Joe Root. I wasn't what, that excited. Mate, how, what, what's going on with him? What about him? He got nutmegged. Have a listen to this. Even when they're winning, England managed to make us laugh this World Cup. Joe Root attempting oh. a reverse sweep. <laughs> only to be nutmegged, dismissed in humiliating scenes against the Netherlands. Let's watch it in slow mo. Oh, dear. So can you... Oh, he's got himself into an awful position. He's trying to be creative. It is a shot we've seen from Root in the past, even in the longer format of the game. But this time around, he hears the death rattle. Yeah. Can you educate the listeners what a nutmeg is? Well, that's when you stand front on. You're trying to, what, paddle the ball over the keeper's head? Yep. And the ball goes straight between your legs, misses your nuts. And hits the stumps. Mm. There's other things that nearly rattled. Yes. As well, other than the stumps. Could have taken a strip off. I don't know. But um, that's how he got out. I've seen worse than mm. that. I can't believe that's actually called a nutmeg. I didn't know what a nutmeg was until I watched that today. Did you know what a nutmeg was? No, well, that's why I asked you. Yeah, okay. Well, I thought it's when you when it hits in the ghoulies and then hits the... Well, it may have shaved them. Well, we well I didn't we see... We don't know it. whether he does that or not. We anyway, he manicures it. they beat Netherlands. Well done. Uh, ben Stokes, player of the match, 108 off 84 balls. He's pretty good to watch when he's in when he's in a good frame of mind, isn't mm. he? Ali and Rashid uh, both took three wickets for the Poms. Do so New Zealand have to play Sri Lanka tonight? Yep. If they, they have to win that. Then they're in. To definitely secure a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if so they don't, and let's say Afghanistan or um, if, if Pakistan win, Mm-hmm. So New Zealand lose and then Pakistan win, Pakistan are in. If New Zealand and Pakistan... Pac- Pakistan are playing England on Saturday. Right. If yep. Pakistan and England both lose... Sorry, if Pakistan and New Zealand both lose, stick with me. Yeah. Because they're in fourth, fifth. Yep. And Afghanistan beat South Africa. Afghanistan go 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, South Africa... They're all on eight points. Yeah, New Zealand, Pakistan, Afghanistan, in that order. Yeah. Four, five, six are on eight points. But New yep. Zealand can end it all tonight. Exactly. By just winning. And I think they're a very good chance against Sri Lanka. This has been a really poor World Cup for Sri Lanka. They used to, Remember they used yeah, to dominate? They're second last, just ahead of Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. So, remember they used to dominate? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. England too, by the way, um, aren't out of trouble when it comes to the Champions uh, Cup in yep. a couple of years' time. They need to win their last game. And as you said, that is against... England. Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah, England. So Murley, Murley was Sri Lankan, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ajuna Ranatunga, one yeah. of the great... You know, he, was, he was there for us fat blokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was great. A great sledge, wasn't it? Was it Warney or Heels? Oh, it was Heels. Come on. Heels, uh, Heels hates it being brought up, by the way. Yep. Uh, but he said, he said, you can't get a runner because you're unfit. Mm. But he used other colourful terms, didn't he? He possibly could have. Yep. Uh, that's our ODI World Cup update. Thanks to our great mates. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? Sing it, Sat. I feel like a tree. Great time. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Right, time to be safe on Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp, Suncorp Home Resilience, which teams are safe in round one? The draw is out. Are, you, are, are we serious? I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm excited that we're doing this. Really? Doing, talking rugby league already. I know. I love it. It's is, only been a week since it finished. Is PVL, is he here? Oh, he's yep. definitely Rugby here. league. Okay, yeah. So who's safe? So you're saying... Who's a safe win? Safe win. Mm. Okay. Are we going to go through them, are we? Yeah, okay. okay. Well, the openers, Rabbitohs, Seagulls Are we and struggling for that much content? We are. At the moment that we're going to go through 2024 round one. I we love are. it. I we love are. this. I've already got mine, but go. The safe winner of Rabbitohs and Seagulls, Rabbitohs. They're the safe winger winner. Oh, we're going match by match. Oh. I thought you... we'll just pick them up. Okay, oh, we'll go. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Rabbitohs, Broncos, Roosters. Uh, this is in Vegas, both these games, isn't it? Um, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say Broncos. Uh, and by the way, both those games march too. Yes. And then they'll fly home eventually uh, <laughs> from their holiday. If they can find Victor Radley, <laughs> they'll fly home. Um, and then March 7 is when, is when the season kicks off in Australia. So they have a week off, don't they? So yeah, they do. They're split. Round one is a split round. I oh, know. So, so round zero, those first two games. We'll call then it they, round one. They have the next weekend off, those four teams, don't they? Yeah. Yes. Yep, it's that. a split round. Hmm. That's what. It, That's what it is. Just call it round one, split round. You idiots. Yep. Uh, so back in Australia on the Thursday night, Knights Raiders. It's Knights, right? That's safe. That's no. There's no safe winner there. I'm not saying there's a safe winner there for Suncorp. Okay, Warriors Sharks. Warriors in New Zealand. In that New is Zealand. Storm Panthers. Ooh. What a game. Panthers. Yeah, that's in a safe, Melbourne. That's a safe bet. Yep. Eels Bulldogs on the Saturday. Bulldogs. Eels. Is is Gus still involved with the Bulldogs? Yep. Eels. That's a safe bet. Titans, Dragons on the Saturday. Titans. Titans. It'll be stinking. Oh, yeah, that's Saturday night. Coast, yeah. It'll be stinking hot March 9. 
Dolphins v Cowboys, Sunday, March 10. Dolphins. Herbie Farmworth, Tommy Flegler. I'm going Jeez, Dolphins. Jeez, how good is their team going to be next year? Oh, yeah. But Wayne's put up his hand, so I'm finishing. So but the... Wayne has said, if the 18th team wants to negotiate with me, I won't have a contract. So I'm happy Hello? to talk. He'll be 97 by then. <laughs> uh, and West Tigers versus the bye. I'm... I'm going to say the West Tigers may get the two points. Okay. Yeah, they're safe. So, yeah, you the reckon? Tigers fans, okay. you are Suncorp safe. Rightio. Get your home. That's the safest bet. Get your home right storm there. season ready with Suncorp. I, I don't think it is that safe anyway. Uh, Chris Nelson's back from holidays. Joins us next on Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. <laughs> Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. What are you doing, playing the drums in the background or something? <laughs> no, no, yeah, just a bit of tapping, a bit of toe tapping. Well, you like your song. Uh, Nelso, uh, we'll get into Queensland racing in just a moment, of course. Um, remember, what could you be buying instead? Now, so it's been a pretty big um, Melbourne Spring Carnival. And, of course, the last day is Saturday. It's Champions Day. It is. Uh, we've got three $3 million races at, uh, at Flemington on Saturday. Uh, and they are going to be very, well, very competitive races. Got the likes of Alligator Blood and Mr. Brightside and Imperatories going around. The star New Zealand sprinting mare. So... All eyes will be on Flemington once again for the end of the carnival. But, but guys, we've got Antino going around at Rose Hill for $2 million as well. Jeez. So don't forget that in the five diamonds race. So he's been very unlucky. Uh, well, he's won once and placed three times this campaign from his four goes. And two of those runs he should have won. So hopefully he can land the big one. And I'll tell you what, looking at the form, he maps beautifully. He gets a lovely run. Uh, I think he'd be very hard to beat. I'd confidently say he'll be winning that race. Weather-wise, what's the weather looking like in Queensland? Weather's beautiful in Queensland. Not so good in Sydney, but in Queensland, uh, we're in for a fine and sunny weekend. We're racing at Doombin. Uh, we've got 10 races there. Look, we've got a race there. Race number eight is the Keith Noud quality, and it basically signals the start of our uh, summer carnival because it officially starts next Saturday at the Sunshine Coast. Uh, with the Malula Bar Cup, but this is a pretty good race on on Saturday as well. So it's funny, isn't it? Uh, Melbourne and Sydney finished, you know, click of a finger, it's all gone, and then suddenly we're into the uh, the summer carnival up here, and it'll be Magic Millions in two months. Hey, Nelson, can you tell me with like rugby league players and AFL players have a have an off season, which is usually around you know, October all the way through September, October, and November. What is it for our top jockeys around the country? What, what are their classes, their off-season? And horses. Well, that, they don't really have an off-season these days okay. because there's so much racing going on. And if you're a jockey, you might miss out on a ride somewhere. So it's very hard. So when they get a suspension, you might find that they'll, um, they'll go when they get a suspension to have a bit of a break. But, um, but other than that, no, nah, they don't want to lose a ride anywhere. So they sort of keep riding all year round where they can. Mm. Is it the same with horses as well? Like some, some horses will perform well, better in summer rather than winter? Well, some, it, horse, the carnivals used to always be Melbourne Spring, Sydney Autumn, Brisbane in the winter, and it go around like that. But with Sydney having all these extra races and pop-up mm. races these days, they've really cut in on the Melbourne part of the, uh, of the spring. Some of it good, some of it bad. I mean, a perfect example was all those dance races on Melbourne Cup Day, which yeah. were... 
in my opinion, ludicrous. Big dance, little dance and barn dance. I mean, <laughs> no one really cared about any of those. It was all about the Melbourne Cup, I would have thought. Um, so where do horses go for their end-of-season trips? Are they in Bali? Are they Where Paddocks. do they go? Oh, paddocks, right, okay. They go to paddocks and they eat grass. Right, yeah. This is getting stupid. Well, they've got no opposable thumbs, it so is. they can't, they can't like, type on their phone to... Oh, book a... Can't go on to Flight Centre yeah. to, to book... Flight. Good calls. <laughs> that's... Yeah. Hey, listen... Um, well, see, that's... Yeah, what? Apart from the Gold Coast and Doombin, was... where else are we racing yep. this weekend? I'm moving on, Nelson. We're racing it to Woomera in the Twilight Zone on Saturday night. We've got the Cooktown Cup. That's a fair way from Brisbane. The Cooktown Cup on Saturday afternoon as well. We race at Chinchilla. We race at Esk. Ilfracombe is a picnic meeting. Moran Bar, or Moran Bar, I think it is. Uh, I think Gatton on Sunday. No Sunshine Coast on Sunday, but there is a meeting there uh, next Saturday, of course, which is the Malula Bar Cup, as I mentioned earlier, the start of the Winter Carnival. All right, quick one, without question without notice. When do we get back onto the grass track uh, on the Gold Coast? Oh, they're saying December at this okay. stage. So nothing's in concrete as yet, but they're saying December. So only a month away. And look, they have to because we've got that Magic Millions coming up so quickly. So I will let you know as soon as there's something in concrete, guys. So all this money that I won over Melbourne Cup on Tuesday, what am I putting it on yep. this weekend? You can put it on race three at Doombin, number seven, midnight in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a little uh, multi there. Sats will go race three, number seven, into race eight, number 10, Zarastro in that Keith Nowd, of which I think Tony Gollins won the last five or six runnings of that race, and he trains Zarastro. So I think he can make it six out of the past seven and throw Antino in as well in Sydney. Okay, and congratulations for April in Augusta. I didn't even know it was racing on Saturday, and it got up at very good odds. And what do you own? The, 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 The back end of the tail, is that your percentage? 2.5% 2.5% controlling right. share. Yeah. It's a toenail. Nice. Rightio. Well done. Congratulations, <laughs> Nelson. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Uh, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Certainly is an exciting part of the year. And it just ramps up in yes. Queensland over the next couple of months as you settle, Nelson. Thanks for your time. Pleasure, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Just about to wrap up the show is a quick community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Uh, be alert and prepared this bushfire season, Satsy. There's a, a fire burning near Rocky Bluff, which mm. is moving towards Collings Weir. QFS have issued warnings for the surrounding areas and stay up to date on all bushfire warnings Online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Service, visit qfest.queensland.gov.au. This community update, thanks to our mates at Firecoats. Uh, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. What are you looking forward to this weekend, Satsy? I am attending a QRL coaching conference on Saturday at Raw Pines on the Gold Coast. Nice. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to hearing from some of the uh, the NRL coaches who are being interviewed. And, yeah, they're usually a good day. Yeah, really, nice. Really good day, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. What, what are you, you? You're sitting in the crowd or just you're hosting? I'm hosting. Oh, wow. MCing, yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, absolutely bugger all. Yeah. Oh, of course I'm going around at Royal Helensvale on Saturday mm. morning. 
Uh, get there early if you want to be a part of the galley, gallery. Uh, I'll be teeing off at 7.30, which really upsets me. Do you tee mu- off at the same time each week or you don't know? Do you have to look online? No, no you've got to book it. For, to play in your comp? Yeah. You've got to book. Well, yeah, how do they know? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you just let them know, yes, I'm playing this week and they allocate time? So who does the booking for you? No, who allocates the time? Whoever it's runs not a, the PGA. Whoever runs the competition. It's not the PGA, mate. But if you're... If you're at the competition yeah. and you're running it, wouldn't you say, okay, we've got 30 players that have registered for this week. They're members. You finished? We're going to put them – so you've got to book in yourself. So what if you've got to work or you've got something on and you've got to change times around? Don't be stupid. No. So you only book if you can play and you book the times that are suitable No, you to. register that you want to play. Mate, it's and not the, someone else puts you in a time slot. I'm telling you, it's not the British Open. Oh. So when you finally get a handicap and become a member of a golf club, yep. every – member of every golf club mm-hmm. this weekend has to book their own time. It opens up on a Wednesday night. And it's, mate, it's busier than buying tickets to a Taylor Swift concert. Really? I'm telling you. There you go. It's crazy. It's nuts. I've got someone who does that for me. Though. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Anyway, have a great weekend. Uh, I know See it's ya. only Thursday night, but we'll be back uh, Monday night. Catch you then, Satsy. Goodbye!